Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. Welcome back to another episode of PM and the AM podcast. This is your host, Porter McNeely, alongside co-host Blake Bushman. How's it going, Blake? I'm good, man. I'm good. Feeling all right. You know, there's there, one of these times you introduced me as your friend, and that made me feel real special, but I'll, I'll, I'll take co-host. <laughs> I was actually, I'll take co-host. I was just trying to remember what I did to make you feel special, and I totally forgot. It was friend and co-host Blake Bushman. Do you remember when we <laughs> so, first started the podcast for, like... The first, I don't even know, like 20 episodes, you would introduce me as a special guest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't, I was uh, afraid of commitment back then. You know, we had a lot of special guests back in those days. We had a lot of contributors back in those days. That we, is true. We had to keep it, uh, keep it there until you showed that you were doing all the work. You were doing most of the work to... on your own. So I was like, yeah. Blake is now a co-host, and some of those other guys, unfortunately, lost their spots. And if they became guests again, they wouldn't even be special guests. Oh, just 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 mediocre <laughs> just guests. Guest. Oh, hey, welcome yeah, exactly. our okay guest. <laughs> That's exactly right. But to get started this week, we are going to go through some of the questions that we got sent in on uh, Instagram. We asked a few weeks ago um, what you guys wanted to ask us, so. We're just going to go over those. We went over those in a previous episode and thought it was really funny. So some of those that we have, I'm going to go ahead and read off the first one, um, which is, what is the best way to sneak candy into the movies? Blake, what do you got? What is your go-to way? I mean, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a pocket man usually. I, yeah. I will say, this, this question reminds me, just recently I went to watch... Uh, I think we were watching the Elvis movie or something. Okay. And I went with pockets, but or I went with pants that didn't have any pockets in them. But I I had a water bottle that I wanted to take in, you know, just like a plastic water bottle, nothing massive, but you know, big enough that if you put it in your pocket, it's hanging out. And I don't think they actually care, but in my head they still do. And so <laughs> I was I was trying to come up with a way to sneak this in, and I just I stuck it in my pants and. Uh, <laughs> It looked unfortunate, to say the least. I got it in, though. Um, so I will say this. I don't recommend the pants, just shoving it in your pants method. Um, maybe, like, the back of the waistband, and you can, you know, just don't sit on it. That might be better, but I don't know. That's... The, the funny thing about that is I've gone to movies with people that have walked in with water bottles like it's nothing. And the people at the stand don't even care. No, they absolutely they don't, don't want, care. <laughs> they don't want you to be. They don't want you to be dying of thirst. They, obviously, they want to sell you a nine dollars soda, but they also don't want to kill you of dehydration during the show. The thing too is that these workers at the movie theater that are getting paid a minimum wage, you know, they they don't get paid to care about what, like they don't get bonuses or commissions for selling you snacks, like. They, I know. If they got to keep but... it, I bet it would be a little bit more Ooh, of a rush for them. But I'm sure they just have to – I'm sure they don't even care. But no, if they did find something, I think they'd have to throw it away. I think it's become more of a game, honestly, for the people doing it, more of a thrill, you know. And then the people at the, the podium are just like, ah, whatever. If they really cared, they, they would do the airport TSA. You know, you walk in, <laughs> hands in the air. Walk through the body Ooh. scanner. <laughs> <laughs> you get a pat down. They're like, okay, we got to pack a – a gushers, we got some Starbursts, got a chocolate bar, get them out. Oh, but man. no, there's no way they actually care. So for my tip, I think just 
you could get a massive purse. Like, you could get a huge bag and just fill it full of whatever you wanted, and they wouldn't even care. You could bring a black garbage bag, fill it with stuff, and just drag it across the floor and go into the movie, pull out an entire meal, and they would probably be like, Welcome to Cinemark Theaters. (laughs) You're in Theater 4. Enjoy the show. I'm just imagining a guy walking in with, like, a big old like piece of luggage behind him. <laughs> See, you could probably pulls, do that too. He just pulls up to his seat, opens it up. And there's a rotisserie chicken inside. It's <laughs> 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 got a full Thanksgiving <laughs> feast in there. I think it has become more of like a competition to see like what weird food you could bring in rather than like bringing in a couple of boxes of candy. But yeah, yeah, sure. definitely. I don't. I don't think it's that hard. If if you do need something, just get a purse, fill it with whatever, and. They won't care. <laughs> Smart. What other questions we got, Blake? Yeah, so we got sent in some some other questions here. Uh, this one's probably one, my favorite one. If you got sent back to high school and the only way out was to ace an exam, what exam are you choosing? Ooh. All right. This I, is, I think there's this some traps. I really do. I, there, I think there's some traps because there's like the like. I, I'm going to engineering school right now. Like I, you know, I, I take math all the time. I've taken way more math than I care to take. I don't know if I could pass a, a high school math class right now. I just no, I I totally agree. Like, I could barely pass them in high school when I was focused on it. Like what do they, what do they teach you in in high school? Is that like long division? Like is that because I I. I, I... I don't. I don't. I'm gonna be honest. I don't. I don't know how to do long division. I could. I couldn't do it to save my life. I'd be trapped in high school forever if I had to. If I had to do that. <laughs> First of all, they do not teach long division in high school unless you're in the <laughs> middle of the south somewhere, or you're on a really low class because in high school they're teaching more advanced algebras. They're teaching geometry, trigonometry. They're teaching higher classes. They're not teaching you long division. But I'm not saying that I would want to take one of those tests unless it was, like, kindergarten level. But that's a terrible take, thinking that you're going to be learning long division in 12th grade. When do, when do they teach that to you, then? Like, sixth what, grade. There's no way a sixth grader can do long division. No way. Absolutely. You'd be surprised what a 12-year-old's capable of doing. Oh. It's not that hard because... You know, when you first learn it, you learn it with, like, remainders and all this stuff, and then they tell you, you're actually never going to need to do this by hand. You could just use a calculator for the rest of your life. But, well, yeah, that's that's about sixth grade when you learn that. I was convinced that, like, elementary school was, like, addition, multiplication, division, subtraction, like, the basics. Yeah, that's... Then junior high was, like... You just said division, Blake. Okay. <laughs> I'm talking, <laughs> you like... You just said it. <laughs> I'm talking like the What's division. more basic than long division? Normal division. <laughs> that is that is normal division. No, 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 That's no. Like I'm talking division. like Do you remember do you remember having to do like the the multiplication and division tables? You had to like uh-huh. just speed through it and you had like a minute and you had to just there was like 20 questions. Like that's, the that's the division ones. I'm thinking of. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It's like it's okay. like forty nine divided by seven. What is that? You know that type of thing. Okay. Well, you definitely that, that, do break out into the long division for sure. That comes right um, after the memorization. And, that comes right after. In it. that case, I might have a little bit more confidence in in the high school math. I was, <laughs> I was worried that uh, <laughs> that I would <laughs> that I would have to get do long division. But I still I still think it might be a trap. There might be some uh, some math 
that I that I've forgotten. So I don't know. All right. Well, I th- I think that definitely wouldn't be the case for me. I'm staying away from your basics like math, English, uh, geography. Definitely staying away from that one. Oh, really I got know that. All the all the states or all the capitals. No. Um, That's the one for me right there. Yeah, I, I I really do wonder, Blake. Do you really actually know all the capitals of all the states? Bro, here's the thing. The capitals, the capitals are a little tough. I feel pretty confident. <laughs> I, I feel, I feel pretty good about it. But I'm not sure I know all the cap. But if you gave me a map and I could like, if my test was, hey, here's a map of the U.S. Name all the states. I, I could do it. I could at least get 95. percent But I think we're going back to like, are you smarter than a fifth grader? Questions because I really <laughs> think that's like an elementary school geography test. Okay, so what's a high school geography test like? Countries or or is like it like the world? Yeah, definitely the world map okay. and like world capitals as well. Europe gets a little dicey. Yeah, like I don't even you know I don't know the capital of most of those places, let alone where they are. Like doing a Europe map or an Africa map. South America, I, I'm I think I could do okay. Asia, South America, would be tough. I mean obviously North America, Asia, I feel like I could knock out. Uh, Africa and Europe would be tough. Like they're just too small. Yeah, Countries there's too there's small. too many. Like, could you could you put where uh, the Czech Republic? Uh, what's the Slovenia? Could you say where no. that is on a map? Absolutely yeah. not. I'm sure it's tiny. No yeah, idea. there's no way. So, if it was U.S. like U.S. states, though, I feel like I could do it. Like, give give me a capital right here. I bet I I got I got it. Mm, Quiz Rhode me. Island. Let's see if let's see if I pass. Um, wrote <laughs> now. This is this is this is easy. I got it. Uh, on uh, for sure here. I know um, Family Guy I'm... takes place in Rhode Island, right? Um, I'm trying to remember the name of the city that they're in. That's probably the capital. Rhode Island doesn't have a capital. It's too small. Rhode Island is the capital of Rhode Island because it's the size of one city. No, that is incorrect. It is Providence, <laughs> Rhode Island. I had to look it up. I'm not oh, going to say Oh, that's – yeah. No, that's – But yeah. you're definitely not going to pass that, so I'm going to recommend okay, I missed... that you don't do geography. <laughs> if it's – all right, as long as we stay away from capitals and Europe, I'm okay. Give me Southern America geography, please. Yeah. All right. What about well, you though? What 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 cl- what class could you do? I've definitely thought this through, one through a little bit more. So my first thought was taking me to like a home economics, like the cooking class, because I was like, oh, that's probably pretty oh, easy. no shot. I, no. But then way. I thought, remember, they, there's certain temperatures you have to cook food to, and different things like that. So I was like, you know what? Not gonna mess with that one. But I think I came up with the best one, which is woodshop. Woodshop, you go for the first Ooh. couple days of class, and all they show you is a safety video from 1950 with a boring weird narrator guy and he just says safety glasses on all the time don't put your hand in a saw don't don't the touch the sharp upright. stuff yeah don't touch <laughs> the sharp stuff don't throw tools don't leave sawdust everywhere so you don't trip i think that's a, basically a common knowledge test for the most part so i would definitely go with a woodshop test i think i, I think smart. i could ace it i that's think i smart. could as long as it's not going into the actual like how to cut wood or like how to uh, make if it different was like things. 
name all these different tools? How do you think you would do? I think I could do okay. I, I did pretty good on the ones of like the different kind of saws and tools and stuff. I think I did pretty good on those tests. Right now, I don't know. I think I would have to choose that overall as like what I'm going to have yeah. to ace. But one, it, one, it might be a little One sketchy. thing for sure I'm not choosing is – well, there's two. I'm not choosing English because that's, that's a trap. There's yeah, no way. Sure. Those teachers are way too picky. And I'm not picking PE because I'm not in the same shape I was in in high school. I don't got it's that kind of energy. Bro, imagine like, yeah, it's the beep test. <laughs> the pacer, no. Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. You have to outrun all these high schoolers in the pacer test. I'd be there forever. There's no way. <laughs> That's, that is like the most degrading test ever because there's like four or five kids that just stay in forever until it's literally like beep, beep, and you can't even run across the court. Yeah. But the problem was I was uber competitive, and uh-huh. so I would, I but I'm not a runner, but I would just give everything I had so I could win, and it was never worth it. I'll tell you that. Yeah, no, for sure. I can remember like <laughs> tasting blood in my mouth after the beep test because I had to go all out. I was like you, I didn't want to lose. Especially, yeah, no way. There would, there would always be the smart kids that knew during the semester you just had to improve your beep test. So they'd uh, the first day they would oh. just it'd be like beep. Is that how it was? Beep. It'd take like 30 seconds. Yeah. That's basically, I think huh. that was how it was in my class. But I think they looked for some sort of an effort. But these kids would get out like relatively quick when they'd just pretend like they were, they tripped or they were out of breath or something. They'd get out quick. And then the dumb people would hang around going all out. And then somehow the next time yeah. it came around, they're in, they're still in good shape. They're in the exact same shape. They're still, but they're physically, they're not going to be able to, go any further and you have to so that's definitely a good strategy with with that if anybody out there is uh that's yeah coming up oh, on, on the leap test if that's still a thing talk about but... talk about porter's pro tips all right that's... <laughs> i find a way that's to weave a, in a couple every week yeah speaking of pro tips uh we have somebody here who needs our who needs our advice i mean i don't know how long ago this question was so it, they could have uh, been waiting a while for us to help them out but they said they ran out of toilet paper and are wondering what the best alternatives are. Oof. I, I have to say, I don't think there really is a good alternative. I think toilet paper was a amazing invention. <laughs> that, that is... That's the peak. There's there's <laughs> nothing better that can come after it. Yeah, I mean, especially like got... cotton ale, whatever, you know, like plush. You got some nice quilted sheets, nothing better. I, when you said that, I imagined somebody just using a quilt. Just <laughs> no, the there you go. If you need an if you need an alternative, uh, your grandma's favorite quilt. No, extra soft. If it's got those little tassels on it, you know that they always have. <laughs> that Stop can it. that can get some extra reach. It's <laughs> disturbing. No, no. I will have to disagree with you when you said one thing though. You said that the peak was toilet paper, and that's just highly inaccurate the best option by far without a doubt is a bidet anybody who doesn't have a bidet you're gross like that's that's just the fact everybody needs to get one if you got crap on your hands you're not wiping it off with toilet paper you're using water i mean you're probably using soap too but water's that's better what i was than gonna nothing, say so bidets <laughs> don't have soap so okay that's but kind of the gripe there let's take soap out of the equation would you just you got fecal matter on your hands are you just using toilet paper or are you using water no i'm definitely using water and soap 
for okay no five i said minutes. take soap out <laughs> <laughs> i can't i can't <laughs> all right well okay but day is halfway there though so just you know get some some soap that you can squirt as well and then get the, you get the the full effect so, so that's that's the real is garden hose does that count as a different answer no, I mean that's that's a high power bidet. Is what that is. That's a. I don't know why you would jump to garden hose over just like a shower. Like, like who has a garden hose just laying around in their bathroom? Hey, I don't know. Oh, man. good. I'm glad I left this hose in here that I can. <laughs> no, I mean, here, here the truth is, if you, if you don't have a bidet because you're a disgusting human, um, the next best option is probably like a dish towel or something. God. It's disgusting. I don't even. I mean, you got to throw it out after. You're not reusing yeah, it. But... There just shouldn't be alternatives. Let's just make that clear. <laughs> I'm fine with bidet, toilet paper. Toilet paper. That, those are it. There's no alternatives. You're screwed in that situation. You call somebody to bring you some. Doesn't matter where they, how far <laughs> they have to go. That's the only alternative. There's no alternatives besides that. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. I got. I got one more here. This one, this one takes some thought, you know. I'm not, I'm not exactly sure uh, what direction you would take this. Somebody asked us if you could have any pointless superpower, what would it be? Hmm. So this is a this is a hard one. I'm trying to think of like what defines it as pointless so i guess it just means it's not going to help like anyone else besides just yeah a, a something quick fix yeah something that's like just makes your life slightly more convenient but it's not like you know you're not you're not fighting crime with it okay so i think one that's on the top of my head today because it was like 105 degrees would be that uh i would have the superpower to walk out of a building you know see my car that's been parked in a heart in a hot um, spot just outside all day just it's probably 185 degrees in there i wish my pointless superpower would be just to look in there and have it be oh. a cool calm collected 68 degrees ready for me to get in start oh, the car and make it so when i turn it on language the vents aren't just blowing so hot at me i, I think that's like one of the worst things so I think that would be my point oh, superpower that I can absolutely. remember and think of right now. I, I only have one gripe with that superpower and the fact that I don't believe that it's useless at all. That would be – I would use that every day of my life. Like yeah. I can't tell you how much I hate the summer and I hate the heat because every day when I go to leave work and I open my car, I have to drive home sitting beside Satan himself. <laughs> like I am – it is – brutal i can't stand it yeah i know if there's some sort of a like i know you can get those sunshade things and it maybe is five degrees no. cooler maybe yeah they don't they don't work sometimes they fall down or it's whatever. all a scam yeah. if they could come up with something that actually did the job I, I think tint might help too i need to look into that but i have a black car oh wait is that a real thing does tint actually help yeah i think that's one of the purposes because if so my car has like negative tint. It actually is. It's brighter inside it's like the car than it is everywhere. Yeah, it's it's insane. So if I I should probably look at putting tint on my windows because if that helps, that is an investment worth making for me. No, I think it definitely does. 
as well as like not having a black car, which I do have a black car. So, you know, as soon as I get in and touch the plastic in the inside of the car, it's just scarring, burning my arms. So I, I promise you just the other day I touched my steering wheel and I had a burden on my hand for like three days. Jeez. It's, it, it, it's, it's not a fun time. So that's, that's an excellent superpower. And I, if I could choose anything, that's what I would choose. That being said, you know, if I had to pick something else, can I just like refill my water bottle? Is that all the time? It's just always full. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like I take a sip and it's just full because huh? I have one of those big, massive ones and it, it takes a lot to go fill it up. Like I would be a lot more hydrated. <laughs> that's really all this is. It, it's, is I would just stay really hydrated if I didn't have to go fill it up. Oh, I mean, if I could apply that to other things too, that would probably make it a little bit too powerful because I could, you know, fill up my gas tank or something. Oh, so yeah, that's think, too powerful. I, for the, I feel like for the pointless thing, it has to be limited to like one specific water bottle. Yeah, and it has to be like relatively small. Like I can only take like three sips at a time, and then it just automatically refills. That would be nice too. That's a good idea. I was kind of thinking that of that with like teleporting poops. Uh, that's I don't know how you're gonna explain that, but that sounds awfully weird. I, okay, I mean it's like I have regular bowel movements. <laughs> I'm on a I'm on a tight schedule. All right, I I'm a I'm a three day a three times a day person. You know, I go before work, during work, and after work. I'm you know I might actually go four times a day. Honestly, then I go at night. So you know. Jeez, I'm, I'm I'm on a regular, you know, I'm regularly cleaning myself out. I don't think that's regular. Because of, <laughs> I, yeah, should I get that? Yeah. Check? No, that's it's normal. It's oh. normal. that being said, because of that, and each of those, you know, events are thirty minute affairs because what? you know that's me time. I sit down, you know, I'm 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 scrolling through my phone. I'm I'm doing whatever. So if I could get those two hours back of my life. That would be really helpful, actually. That's really concerning news. First, that you move your bowels up to four times a day on a normal day, and second, that yeah, you I mean, spend like thirty minutes four normally. Jeez, you need do you not you need like a do you not you know how you have a screen time tracker for your phone? What you need is a poop time tracker for your day, so you can <laughs> a toilet seat tracker cut down on your no, time. That's that's a, that's a long time. I, I, I promise you, it's it's a two hour a day minimum. Like it's Jeez, that's not a joke. That's crazy. It's, that's actually insane. Yeah, I I could probably get back a lot of my time if if somebody could invent like you know, or if I had the superpower when I could just relieve myself and it would teleport somewhere <laughs> far away from me. You know, like a sewer or something, or somebody else's pants. Whatever oh, it is, God. I don't really care. But. That's disgusting. <laughs> Can you imagine pooping somebody else's pants? That's, That's you're getting out of the useless category. You're taking too much power with that one. <laughs> All right, I will just take I will just take uh, immediate bathroom breaks and get my life back. All right. Well, you heard heard it. Blake is uh, useless superpower. Thanks for tuning into this intro segment. Uh, we are going to talk about the best cartoon character duos. We're going to do a little bracket so we can debate them. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back with that.
And we are back. We've got another exciting debate segment coming at you. We have got a battle of the best cartoon duos, so these characters have to be animated. And we did eliminate the superheroes out of this, so no superpowers or anything like that. But we are going to be explaining our choices. Blake, unfortunately, has the number one pick. I don't want to hear any smack talk about the Avengers beating Star Wars in our last polls. I've received support from many PM&AM fans. You did standing by Where my side this? and saying Star Where Wars is way better. When it was time for voting, though. I mean, when you said Blake right there, uh, I thought you were going to say Blake, the undefeated champion of the bracket, will start. Yeah. I, you know, I, I think I did win one time. I just can't no, remember which one I was. I was listening to, uh, to an old podcast of ours, literally today, uh-huh. and, and it was the one after you had won and we were talking about it and I can't remember what it was. <laughs> oh, it was the best serials. That was the you only, won the best serials. That was the only time I think I've ever won in all of these debates that we've done. <laughs> and people are starting to point out they think it's because the Bushmans have a lot of votes. I don't wanna I don't wanna make any enemies. I'm I'm very appreciative of the Bushmans, but I've got I've gotten that pointed out to me from several individuals. Go, go back and look at the voting. I know, no, this is serious. <laughs> because they vote for you too. I don't tell them like who to vote for or anything. <laughs> they do vote for you sometimes. There has been, there's been one time that was extremely close and I, and I pleaded for them to vote for me. <laughs> oh, was it last no, week? No, no, it actually, I don't remember what it was. It ended up not being close, but, um, it was like right when it first started, I was getting nervous. So I don't remember what it was though, but that, that, that was the only time every other time I go and I check the vote to see, you know, everybody that votes who they're voting for. And, you know, I disown the people that vote for you and move on. But no, I'm, I'm happy that I have the first pick right now. I don't know if there's like a clear cut one seed though. Like I, I was trying to think of all these, you know, iconic duos in, in, you know, cartoons and stuff. And I couldn't really come up with all that many that, you know, I thought would win in a fight until I thought mm. of Shrek and Donkey. Oh, man. That's, I mean, the first Shrek literally has a scene where they wipe out, like, an army. Like, it's, you know, they, they fought true. a dragon together. I mean, Donkey seduced a dragon. So, I mean... I feel like between the two, we got the charm, Anything's we possible. got the strength. I feel like Shrek and Donkey have got to be the best option. Oof. I've got a couple that I want to pick in the number two position. That is a good one. I did have that on my list, of course. I think that is going to make me take... Oh, it's hard because there's some iconic ones that I just want to take. Mm-hmm. But I think with the number two, I'm going to go with Phineas and Ferb. Oh, that that was that was next on my list. It really was. See, Phineas and Ferb are experts at, at that kind of thing. They'll figure out a way to take out Shrek and Donkey. They'll figure out a way to take rest, out all the rest of these fools. So definitely yeah. going to be the number two pick for me. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're going to have some gadget that does something. And the, the, exactly. the good thing is, is that usually their uh, contraptions disappear mysteriously. And so uh, I'm hoping that they're, <laughs> that they're able to, it disappears before they're able to use it. That's, that's what, that's what I'm hoping for. That's a good pick though. That's probably what I, what I would have picked next. I'm looking at my list here of what I want. And you know, there's honestly a lot of decent options that I, that I can see of things that, 
of characters and you know duos that would be solid, but I feel like I, I have to go with Mario and Luigi. Oh, you know, I don't think they have any superpowers, but you know they're always out there fighting, fighting evil. And if they can fight evil together, they can surely take on anybody on your team. So I, uh, I feel pretty good about it. So you did a really, you made a really good pick there. I didn't even have that on my list. That's All right. that's an amazing sleeper pick. You you did good on that one. I, I, I'm so... upset that I could have taken it with my last pick, but it's okay. That's tough. That puts me in a bind here. With the number four pick, I'm going to take Woody and Buzz Lightyear. Because I feel like they're pretty good. Iconic duo. They have solved a lot of problems together. So I I have to take them there. I think that's a pretty good slot for them. I think they can get the job done. Yeah, no, that's that that's excellent. I, I had them on my list a little further down, but but I mean you're not you're not gonna go wrong with with uh Buzz and Woody there. So that I'm a little upset that you got that. This is where I on my list I start to get a little confused because I got some that I really don't think could win in a fight and I got some that could but I don't think they're crowd favorites. Um that being said I'm going to go with Jane and Tarzan. That's an interesting pick. And the reason for that is Jane, I don't know if she could do very much besides, like, hit people with an umbrella. But, you know, that could hurt. But Tarzan, like, killed a jaguar. And I feel like a jaguar could wipe out anybody on this. So Tarzan, I feel like, has a solid chance of just, you know... So you're basically somebody. taking Tarzan alone. Yeah, that you yeah, had to pick yeah, right, duo. right. Yeah, I mean, Jane. So I think the people should. I think people should take that into account. He's not trying to pick a duo here. He's trying to pick a single fighter. I think, no, but Jane's going to be a liability, getting them into more trouble. What, Jane's going to be cheering him on, and distracting <laughs> with her umbrella. Uh, that's literally the only thing I remember about her is that she has an umbrella. Uh, but I remember she gave Tarzan a good flop with it. So. Uh, a good flop. Yeah, so you know, there's there's a chance that that she's able to do some damage, at least hold off somebody. Maybe, maybe. What I have next though is an iconic duo that I have loved for the longest time. So I'm gonna take Shaggy and Scooby Doo. I was hoping that one would I make think... it back to me. I was. <laughs> I think they're a good duo. I think they work well together. I know they could win definitely any sort of eating contest. They're always good at that. They're always good at stumbling upon villains, but they always seem to make it out okay. So I think that's that's what my yeah. logic behind picking them. I mean, the, the one problem I have with them is that it's they usually run away from the, from the problem. That's, that's you know, fair. They're not the ones that solve the the you know the mystery or figure out who the villain is. They. They usually just run away and eat a lot, so I have them <laughs> on my list. building traps. And I wanted them, but at the same time, all you're going to hear is, uh-oh, and then death. <laughs> so I uh, I don't know how much how much they're going to help you. And remind me here, Porter, are we doing – we're doing a larger bracket this time, right? I don't know if we mentioned this. Mm-hmm. We're doing 16 instead of 8. Yeah, so. we're doing double the size, double the picks here, so – Okay. We still got a ways to go. All right, that's that's great. In that case, I'm gonna just keep working my way down my list here. And this one, I have to take it with fear that you're gonna take it, even though I don't know if it's on your list. But I would like to take Mulan and Shang. 
That's another one that is not on my list. All right. Because, I mean, here the truth of the matter is they're both warriors. They're both absolute just they could tear through the Mongol Empire, and they could absolutely tear through most of the people on here. So feel pretty good. That's that's fair. A couple of warriors. I that's going to be hard to beat. So I think this uh, next pick, I'm surprised again that it got back to me. But with the number eight pick, I'm going to take SpongeBob and Patrick. Another amazing oh. duo. I'm just going off of like the best duos because I, I really think that's going to give me the win here. I think people are going to overlook the strength factors and, and different explanations Blake's given, but they're just going to think of the iconic duo. So, Yeah, I, I do worry that in the polls, people are going to see, you know, oh, it's uh, SpongeBob and Patrick versus, you know, whoever. And they're just going to be like, oh, I like SpongeBob and Patrick more. Not that they would actually win in a fight because we've all seen SpongeBob's strength is uh, <laughs> less than. No, he gets jacked in one episode. He inflates his muscles. Have you watched <laughs> it? He literally blows yes. them up like a balloon. He can't lift anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the appearance, though. That's well. All right. That's the lesson we learned. Speaking of iconic duos, though, if we're if we're going off of iconic. I can't let you pick it. I'm going with Tom and Jerry. Okay. I, I, mean, I gave you that one. We we know that Tom and Jerry, <laughs> Tom can withstand an absolute beating and be okay. Or, and then Jerry can just dish out all sorts of pain. So I feel pretty happy that, that I didn't let you grab that one. See, I just think their work together factor just doesn't work. They never work together. Oh, ha so. ha have you not heard the, the theory that they're actually friends? I haven't. No, it's a conspiracy. No, yeah. There's a big uh, there's a big following on, on the internet that Tom and Jerry are actually like really close friends. But the reason that Tom is always chasing after Jerry is so that his owner doesn't buy a different cat that will kill Jerry. Oh. So, you know. Dang, yeah, that, that's deep. <laughs> so they, they, they could be uh, the best of pals, and that's what I'm going with. Um, he better watch out because they might just get rid of him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, is a, pretty darn that is a plot hole in that, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the next pick, I am going to take Mickey and Minnie Mouse. I feel like that's a power couple, and that's, that's tough to beat. They got some strength, got some uh, agility. You got some high voices. Can can you can you explain to me what exactly you expect <laughs> them to do? In, I expect in, in, them in to fight. Oh, be, be iconic. They tickle you to death. They, they... <laughs> you know, Porter, I don't know. I know Porter has successfully changed out... this from from movie duos in a brawl to the death to iconic duos. That's what's happened right now. Hey, I'm just trying to win. I think Mickey and Minnie make a pretty good team. I know we're taking powers out of this, but if you ever seen Fantasia, Mickey's got some some sorcery. So that's Merlin, to be correct. That's a totally different character. Uh, <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen the movie. Clearly, <laughs> no, I mean it's kind of late when we're it, recording it, it, this. It's it's Mickey Mouse, but it's it's Merlin in Fantasia. Mm. Um, that being said, I I I got to keep going down my list here. Just iconic. Uh, duos and kind of on the same vein as as Tom and Jerry here. I'm gonna pick Wiley e. Coyote and the Roadrunner. 
Okay. I mean, you, you it's know, definitely the same. You know, Wiley Coyote is going to be pulling up with with a bunch of TNT and just blowing everybody up. Now he might blow up his teammate, but as we've seen, he can't because he's too quick. So he's just going to blow up your slow Mickey and Minnie Mouse and <laughs> and uh, advance their way to the championship. Huh? That, that's a tough one. I think that's pretty similar to Tom and Jerry, so we'll see how it does. Yeah, that's true. So that was the 11th pick. I have the 12th. I'm going to take Bart and Lisa Simpson. It was between Bart and Lisa and Bart and Homer, so I went with Bart and Lisa because Lisa's a lot smarter. Bart's always doing the pranks and stuff. Bart's going to be the fighter. Lisa's the brains of the operation. I don't think you can go wrong there. Yeah, I, I think I we have, got a pretty I have no good team. To that. I've actually never seen an episode of The Simpsons, so I they they could be the strongest people alive, and I, I would have no idea. <laughs> you should definitely check it out. I feel like it's a pretty <laughs> funny show. Um, if nothing else comes out of this, you got a show recommendation. <laughs> oh, I well, that's we're, we're we're on our way there. With so with my next pick here. I uh, I think I'm gonna go with with Bugs Bunny and Elmer Fudd. Oh, that was an interesting pairing. I had Bugs paired with a different person, but Elmer Fudd is is a pretty crazy guy. Truth be told, I want Elmer Fudd with him because I mean, again, they they usually are like enemies in there. So I, I have I have something with with pairing enemies together. But Elmer Fudd has a shotgun, and he's one of the few characters that has one of those. So. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna I think go that's ahead. a superpower. <laughs> <laughs> I feel I feel pretty solid if I'm going into a fight with a shotgun. So I, I'm I just happy. hope the people that actually know the story are going to come out in my defense and be like, "That shouldn't even be a duo," but going to let it slide in this this category. So next, I would take Lightning McQueen and Toe Mater. Oh, that's I think good. That's a, I think that's, that's a really good duo. That's fantastic. I didn't think of that one. That's really good, actually. I'm kind of glad it fell down all the way to me to be able to take because I, I think it's a pretty good one as well. How many – I haven't been keeping track here. I think I think you've been writing them down. How many uh, picks do we have left? What are we at right now? So we each have one left. Oh. Okay, so I got I to gotta decide here. I have yeah. I have one that I really want, but I don't think it's going to do as well. We might as well we, just take it at 15. Well, okay. Well, the problem is I, when I said one, I meant two. Oh. <laughs> uh, but I'm, I'm gonna do it you took Phineas and Ferb and you got some absolute brains and true and I believe this will be their first round matchup and they, they might they might you know have their hands full with oh, Jimmy no. Neutron and Carl Weezer oh no <laughs> true I mean Carl's not doing very much He he he's there for uh comic relief but jimmy <laughs> neutron is you know i feel like him himself is as smart if not smarter than phineas and ferb so uh i feel pretty good about it Jeez, okay that leaves me with the last pick and i'm i do have a couple here and i don't know if you're gonna allow me to take this one so i'm gonna say it first because this one actually has a, a human being that acts like a child so i'm gonna i'm gonna try and select almo and mr noodle I don't know if that's acceptable. I, if I'm being totally, honest, I have no idea who Mr. Noodle is. Are you serious? My only issue is that technically he's not a cartoon. 
If you yeah. want him, I can give it to you. But I have who who the heck is Mr. Noodle? Mr. Noodle's just the guy. So Almo's world starts, and it like does like a little lesson, and then Almo sends it over to Mr. Noodle. It's this guy that's like they just like portray him as stupid, and then the kids like kind of talk him through like how to tie a shoe or whatever, or, like. He does all these things wrong, and so then... No, oh, so he's an idiot. No, that, yeah, that sounds like somebody much. you'd want in a fight. Uh, <laughs> That's exactly it, why, because that guy's a complete idiot. If you if you want to take that, I'll let you. Um, all right. There's, it's not a cartoon, so it does... Like, it all is right. a little different, but... Um, yeah, yeah, for the sake of this... If that's what you want to do, I'll let you. I did want to, but I'm not going to ruin this by doing that, so I will go ahead and take Winnie the Pooh and Tigger. Oh, Tigger's solid. Tigger's good. So I yeah. think we got some fighting power in there. Yeah. I had considered doing Doofusberts and Perry the Platypus. Oh, yeah. I thought of that one, too. I should have done that one. Uh, which seems really good in in thought, but none of Doofusberts' plans go right. So, you know, I, but I wanted yeah. to put him up against Phoenix and Ferb to see who would come out on top. <laughs> well, we already have seen Perry take him down on his own. But, yeah, that would be interesting. So yeah, it was it was that, and the only other one that I had on my list that didn't get picked was uh, Popeye and olive oil. Yeah, that'd be a, that'd have been a good one. I just don't know how much love it would yeah. have from the fans for for the from for the older crowd. That one yeah. I used to love Popeye as a kid, though. So that one that one's near and dear to my heart. All right, well that rounds out the picks. As always, we will post the brackets to have you guys vote. Um, we want to hear your guys's opinions and reactions. So let us know what you think. No, we're not going to throw any voting campaigns in here at the end. We want this to be honest and unwavered by our opinions. Yeah, vote for who vote for who you think would win in a fight. That's it. And thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. We will catch you guys next week. Peace out.